0: Are you ready? I'm ready. You, you were, he's ready before. I was not ready. This is Take Two. John Peckman Podcast. Coming to you from Valley School of Music and Dance. Beautiful downtown Portland. Come through one satellite, Start looking left. There. Got it. If you want to have your very own podcast here in our studio, listen after all of this for Dave. And uh, anybody who wants to come on here and talk to me, just hit me up. I don't know who's listening. And today we have Mr. Jeff Pitchell. Finally. Hey, John. Here. Not of any of this is rehearsed, obviously, but I've been rehearsing this line. I've been waiting for this moment. Thank you for coming to my podcast <laughs> on my, my. It's an old story. He did
1: very, he did very
0: well. Very well. My. So one time we were, I don't know where we were.
1: Florida. Jupiter, Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember.
0: And, and neither of us were saying anything. We were just like. I wouldn't say hungover, but just tired the next day. Just kind of we're at this place eating. We're listening to this blowhard at the next table. Oh yeah, my my boat. uh, (laughs) Was that sitting at my house? And and me and Jeff were just looking at each other like,
2: oh
1: man.
0: And then the minute that we got in the van, we're like, my van, my. I
1: think you got up and imitated him. Did I really? In front of the whole, it was he had his whole family there, like twenty people. He's like. He did very, very did well. I and can't even was, tell you how well. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and my boat, my house, my. Yeah. he was real braggadocious. <laughs> and you just stood up and went, my, and the whole table looked over I at did. us. Oh, I did. I think that we all developed a, a very deranged sense of humor. <laughs> From like dealing with the music business night after night, it, it oh, just God. nothing made us laugh unless it was over the top.
0: Yeah, it, right. Yeah, it's immunity to just regular. <laughs> from the lunchbox against the <laughs> forehead. Yeah. Yeah, McDonald's,
2: Tyler, McDonald's. No,
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Boy, think about uh, it. We so have punchy. a lot of good stories. It's just whether we can retrieve them or I, not.
0: Well, I remember. You know, my I don't remember
1: doing that. But that sounds like something it sounds I like, like you, t- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely. A <bunch> you definitely <laughs> did. You came out of your shell, oh. or just like when you brought the trophies out. It, uh, you put on a bunny suit or a, a suit at the. Uh, oh, that's right, West oh, Springfield. That's that right. Theater. Yeah, found, yeah you yeah. found a bunch of trophies. Yeah, and you yeah, brought yeah. them out trophies. and thank you to the audience. Yeah,
0: oh, sorry. That yeah. was great. Punchy. It happens. It happens.
1: Yeah. Well, we're we're, art, we're artists. Artists. I'm an artist. Yeah, <laughs> yes. there's no question. Mis- we're misunderstood, I guess we have in common. Or
0: we're understood and just dismissed. Just, like, or, like,
1: or in just small circles. Yeah,
0: like, I get it, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So tell us uh, what you're doing. All right. Jeff uh, Pitchell's been around. Everybody knows Jeff Pitchell.
1: John and I worked together for years on... Yep. Um, and um, I'm still going. He's still going. We're making music, recording music, uh, marketing music, booking sure. shows. Sure. And uh, after this COVID thing, finally starting to pick up again and sure. uh, have some good shows coming up, some collaborations. Oh. Uh, I guess you could see them on com hey. or, or, or Facebook, whatever, however people are communicating these days. Sure. I'm still not that savvy with the uh, you know social media thing. I, I don't know. Right. I'm trying, just wow. like all of us. Yeah, we're old. I thought, yeah, we are, and I thought that playing and practicing was enough.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> and, Surprise!
1: And I think we both we both realized that, like all these bands that are making it, are like even better at social media right. and and marketing and all that. Right. You know, maybe better than their craft or whatever. I right. always just thought the craft was enough, but
2: right.
0: I
1: know. Obviously, from all the the people you've played with, all the stars over the years, that. Your uh, talent speaks for itself, but but the marketing aspect of yeah. it is is actually the, the the turnoff, in a way.
2: Yeah,
0: I I agree. I I think it might be. I don't want to say generationally, but yeah, I find it. I still find it somehow probably like yourself somehow distasteful to be relentlessly self promoting. Yeah. But if you come because we're comparing it to when you know. You didn't have to do that. Where now kids are just like, that's part of it. So they don't... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't quite bring
1: myself to... Well, there's a meme that's like on Facebook where... This musician's at a funeral and everybody's standing around the casket and the musician's like, Did you know Saturday night I'll be playing it? So <laughs> So he's like the mem of the guy promoting his next show at like somebody's funeral. Yeah, oh I better, go to, I better go to that funeral. <laughs> yeah. I better hit up that funeral. Yeah. Or just yeah, or, or just to, sh- to say where he's performing that weekend. So it's sort of like making fun of the um yeah. the self promoting person. But, you know, what I learned, too, from social media is like even Keith Richards and uh, Ronnie Wood and and Mick Jagger, they still do not have enough adulation. At least it looks that way (laughs) from their posts every day, like, look at me, look who I played with. Look, I think I wrote to Ronnie Wood and said, you're a Rolling Stone. Yeah, just, you know, just be one. Yeah. You know, it's it's (laughs) like, it's like. And, and that's not like me and that maybe right. that's like the uh the side of us that got jaded or whatever but um I'm still I still think that being a musician is being an optimist cuz we always have to just bring some form of brightness to no matter how dark the situation becomes we always carry through and brings some unless happiness unless you
0: unless you're me then you just bring more darkness i go that's well, the, that's the, other the prince one. of darkness
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure I'll never forget the drum solo when we were touring with Peter Tork and you took a drum solo in like New York State. Oh, boy. And the whole place just was like, wow, that was unbelievable. Really? And then you said something to Peter like... Oh, no. You know, uh, the what? what I, why I respected you was no matter who the celebrity was, oh no. you weren't going to change gears for anybody. And oh. that that's admirable at times. And then it could be completely inappropriate at times too. Yes, I've heard. Yes, and so... It's just Uh-oh. like, you know, where Peter, Peter was a nice guy, sure. but, but he, he, he wanted his success as a comedian to overlap as a musician. And, and I guess many musicians do that. Johnny Depp does that. Sure, uh, These guys, they experience success in the yeah, film yeah. world or yeah. television world and, and, they they, think, and they just think, hey, well, it's easy. I'll just cut in this lane and be just as, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, what did I say? I don't remember. I can't remember either. But you guys had some words for sure. But uh, it wasn't like uh, well, it 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 was just it was you being you. That's who you are. You're not changing who you are for anybody. And you know what? Yeah, that's that's good. Well, uh, kind (laughs) of.
0: Kind of. That makes the circle smaller, but that's okay.
1: Well, it just seems like you know. One thing about you, you would always say to me before we play, let's just keep it real, man. Let's oh, really? It, yeah. In I got words, that
0: from Dave. That's what Dave Did
1: you really? Him. Yeah. Instead of like just, you know, going into a shtick and... Like Van Halen disappointed me in '81 at the New Haven Coliseum oh my, when they did I never that. Saw him. They did that. David Roth, Lee Roth. Somebody threw in a firecracker and almost blew up in his face. And he says, "I'll call whoever did that. Yeah, I'll yeah, go on stage. Yeah, I'll gonna, kick yeah, his yeah, ass." Yeah, yeah. Then I went and saw them the next night. They did the same thing. I, um, the so, so he oh had that God, prepared. It was a play. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, a yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, even Van I'm Halen. Sure, I'm a tough guy. Yeah, yeah, and, and he was a karate guy and everything. Sure. So he was doing his kicks and. Uh he should have kicked the
0: firecracker away. Imagine lightning reflexes.
1: Yeah, he could have just, yeah. you know, and and the funny thing is there was a band I grew up with where people were throwing quarters at them when they were starting out. Oh and they would just go out in the crowd and just beat people up cuz they didn't tolerate people throwing stuff at them. Sure. But on another uh note, this uh Judd we're just talking about anything sure, here. Sure, sure this Mrs. Judd, Naomi Judd, she committed suicide.
2: Is that true? Yes. Oh, that's terrible. I yeah. didn't know that.
1: And uh, she, they found out, like, like Sebastian from CCC posted, like, well, I have no sympathy for people that kill themselves. There's no such thing as, like, suicide from yeah. mental illness. It's, uh, it's you know, a choice. And he took a lot of heat for it. But I w- what I'll say about that is when Kurt Cobain died, Eddie Van he said, if making music makes you want to kill yourself. Just go do something else. So, I don't know. I'm just bringing that up to see your reaction to all these suicides. Your (sighs) hero, I think, that Hawkins was one of your heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He he committed suicide. The guy had millions of dollars. He was a rock star. What the heck? It just shows you that that money and fame do not bring happiness.
0: That apparently is true. I guess we'll never understand it. Because, yeah, there's still the fantasy of, like, all my problems will be solved if... Yes, And I actually have thought that. I've been like, I shouldn't say this. But I'm like, yeah, at least I'm not Taylor Hawkins. Imagine how that feels where you get everything and you still
1: got to get loaded. Right. I think that's why the Beatles went and took on uh, the uh, Indian uh, philosophy. Just like I follow this guy, Siguru, who uh, I met when our mutual friend, Paul Ivanbaco died in an accident. Oh, yeah. And I and he died, and a couple other. I had so many people die in like two years. I got Yikes. depressed, and uh, I went to my doctor. He's like, I'll take these Xanax. I went to mm-hmm. the priest. He made me wait a month to see him. I, I said to him, "You're not the president, for God's sake." Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I figure out, yeah, dude. Uh, I've been a fan for years. I've, yeah. been, I've been. I bought all your albums. <laughs> yeah. I can't get.
1: <laughs> yeah, so then. And I find a Seguru on YouTube how to cope with grief and loss. And he oh, made sense. <laughs> really? I don't know. Yeah. I mean. And then I went and saw him. He was at, at Harvard speaking. Uh, he came to Harvard to speak to the school of medicine, the, the, the yeah, sure. medical school. And, uh, I got a ticket. was in the front row. Hey. I go with this guy, Dan from Boston. We go. And, uh, We find ourselves chasing him down the street afterwards with like 2,000 Indian people. Oh, boy. And these girls are running next to me, and they say, why are you chasing him? And I said, I don't know. Why are you chasing him? Yeah, right, (laughs) right. And we were so (laughs) overcome by him that when I met him, I said no one had the guts to go up to him after they chased him. Sure, yeah. But but me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I go to him and I go, I just want to thank you. You helped me cope with losing one of my best friends. And he just goes, well, thank, you know, thank you. But I knew he wasn't any bull. And he
2: said,
0: I'm appearing. Uh, th- <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah to- co- tomorrow. Come and see me tomorrow night. At the- <laughs> good, good circle said, back. Thank <laughs> you. My car. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like the antithesis of that. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. So sure. he said, you know, oh, thank you. And all this stuff. And I. I realized when I was like a foot away from him, that he was no bullshit, that his his face was beaming with joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that his book is called the uh, Inner Engineering to Being Joyful. So that right, he talk. claims that in sixth grade, they should have in math, social studies, and happiness or joyfulness, and teach kids how to be happy. Mm. Because happy people are more successful, happy people gravitate people to them. And there's so much truth to that. but. You know, seeing him say that and actually seeing him live that is yeah, two yeah, yeah. two separate things. Sure. So, so for your listeners out there, Seguru, okay, he's I'll, I'll he's, check it he's, out. he's really really happening.
0: I'll check it out. You check know. it out. Um, uh oh, here, Dave's here. Uh oh, hey, Dave, act, act normal. Act normal. We're talking about
1: the water supply in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> water the
2: watershed. That's right. That's right.
1: Listen, Dave. I love making Dave laugh because he he's he really is. Uh, a character.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, Dave's the best. He is a good I guy. always say that, that this whole thing, mm. I don't know if he told you the story, but like, no. I, I'm not, no disrespect to the, the whole biz or whatever. I don't even, I've listened to podcasts, but I don't even, I barely knew what one is. Right. And he was doing something up here. Yeah, you know, he's, I'm sure he told you the story. He started to build something up here and then it turned into something else. And every once in a while, for like, you know, a year, I would go, what are you doing up there? He goes, it's John Peckman Podcast Studio. And I, I, okay, whatever. I ignored him. I just was like, he's kidding. And then I come in, and he goes, you start next week. Get a guest. And I come in, and this is all here. I'm like, what? He's like, get a guest. You start next week. I already, you're up on everything. I had no. What a guy. No idea. Like, I'm just like, I don't even know what it means. He goes, figure it out. So that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Thanks, that's what Dave. he, that's what he does. He just goes, you should be doing this. We should do it. You just do. I never in a million years. Would, he gets it whatever. done. Whatever get, it is. He gets saying. it done. Yeah, yeah. I admire him. I admire him. Oh yeah. No, Dave, that's, that's it's his world. Now,
1: uh, Dave, can you go in the other room so we could talk smack about you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You yeah, wouldn't believe
0: it. I couldn't believe it. He said, he's gone. Yeah. He's a real punk.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny. So
0: how'd you get started in, uh, Talk about your musical. Well, first of all, in case we forget too deep into it, because I don't know. Yeah. uh, Anything in particular you want to plug now? Okay. It should be out
1: by Friday. Yeah, May 14th. We're at the Maple View Farm in Granby outside. It's a beautiful venue. They make their beer there. Mm -hmm. They charge by the carload, so it's good you're going to drink that oh uh, good i'll sneak i'll have people in the trunk <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. under blankets because yeah. they usually go with flashlights and open oh. them up and check <laughs> but uh yeah it's a great uh venue in granby it's not far yeah 20 miles up the road uh View farm the whole band three to six may 14th saturday okay. that's the next one yeah cool thanks and uh you know, the other ones are on com or the Facebook page or sure, Instagram. Sure. But uh sure. yeah, getting started in music. My mom's a pianist, singer. My mom's brother played guitar on the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, so that, and my dad is a guitar player, and he plays piano. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. And my mother's brother was a pro, and he went to Nashville, and he played the Grand Ole Opry, and he was uh, married a few times. Um, and he was... uh he was the most uh, interesting character. He, he joined every religion there was. Wow. He became uh, George Avak. He died about a year ago. Oh, wow. And uh, 88 years old, was still performing till the day he died. And wow. then he went to a, a nursing home and, and, uh, and passed away. But um, my parents did not want me to be like George. Um, oh, be- boy. Because he was very um, uh, committed so much to his music that the other people in his life suffered for it. Sure. and uh he wanted to make it bad and he he almost made it big but he owned his own club in Wolcott, connecticut and it was a, he was a country singer oh wow and uh you know i think the mob came in there and said we're getting 30% or you're oh, dead and he told them to yeah, screw sure, off and sure. they blew up a bunch of cars in the parking lot and put them Whoa. under business but he uh but he was a big influence on me and my and and then uh, he would always say to me you know he you should just show all the kinds of different music you can play live. Don't don't be a one-horse pony. Give me sure. some advice. Sure. And then my mom singing and playing piano in the house uh, was always very, uh, a lot of sad songs. And I always thought, like, my family was weird because on on holidays they would just play music all the whole time and nobody else's families were like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. just take, <laughs> take turns playing music or songs. That's cool. Yeah. And then it, I think it just rubbed off. And then yeah. I had uh, John sales was my music teacher in seventh grade and he taught 30 kids how to play rock and me baby on the guitar. the oh, wow. first day of music class. And this is in Rocky Hill, uh, Wethersfield. Okay. At Webb junior high. All right. And, uh, if you couldn't play guitar, he threw you on the drums. If you couldn't play drums, he threw you on the bass. Cool. If you couldn't play bass, then you were a roadie or you were building the PA in woodshop sure. for the band to take to another junior high school to play for an assembly. Yeah,
2: right, right. So you're so part I, of it. He got yeah. He, and
1: then he and then he had a couple guys go to the office who were just the discipline problems and they would get on the phone and book the shows from the (laughs) office so the discipline problem so there's no escape yeah you're 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 gonna be part and everybody quit sports because he formed this allegiance of the web rock band and you're either part of it or you're like that's cool you're nothing yeah and so that for the negative is he still around yes yes. oh wow that's cool yep he's around and he he actually um we had a, a weird relationship where he didn't tolerate like any smoking weed. Well sure. we're, so we were in high in junior high school and uh I was in the rock band and then he had auditions to the rock band. I think I showed up stoned or something sure. and, and then he uh he's like, You're out. I said, oh, man. Man. I'll, I'll go, How could you kick me out? I quit I quit the soccer team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, you're out, man. So Oh boy. Uh then then like twenty years later. I invite him to my wedding because he, he influenced me so much. Sure. I, I didn't want to have any bad blood. Sure. And then he made me an honorary member of the web rock band oh, boy. because of the accomplishments I had in the music business. He, he wrote me a letter and said, you know, you, you exceeded my expectations of sure. you. I might've been wrong to throw you out for that, but he was a very strict teacher. Sure. Sure. And, um, he wasn't having any of that you know yeah i hear you just he said listen pot does not uh mesh with learning sure and uh he, he was probably right but again then again everybody in junior high was experimenting with pot sure and uh i showed up at like a rehearsal or something and i was you know uh you know probably baked or whatever but sure uh, we're still friends. He brought he. I went to his house and he asked me if his sons should be professional musicians. I found that very flattering. Uh, and yeah. I told them, yes, the talent is there, but they don't want to go into this. business. Yeah, yeah, as I tell my kids. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I got started, John. And wow. then, 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 you know, then you get hooked on. It. It's a passion of love. You, you yeah. know, we didn't choose it. It chose us. And. As uh, Chad and Chatfield always says to me, it's not a blessing, it's a curse. Why? <laughs> How do yeah. you feel about that?
0: Uh, yeah, it's complicated. Yeah. It's both. It's both. You know, I, I, I often feel, I'm uh, not to be uh, my my abilities, but I feel sometimes that my abilities would have been better spent on a different person. In a way, I don't feel like I can live up to what my abilities are. So then... It's always that balance, you
1: know. Well, what Saguru says is if we, if we don't do what we cannot do, that's not a tragedy. But if we don't do what we can do, that's a tragedy. You're bumming me out. But but that's the thing is no one lives up to their expectations and then we see people like Hawkins and and sure. these other people yeah, that confusing. that they didn't get the help they need to even cope with the fact that they're successful because all these people that even made it big yeah, yeah. like Elvis I think he loathed himself yeah
2: yeah, yeah it's obvious yeah, it's weird yeah. he said
1: at the end oh I only know three chords and you know I mean even Elvis who people say is like the king of yeah, rock and roll
0: yeah there's nothing you'd rather be yeah and and
1: and then. Even he was not impressed by himself. That reminds me of when Jim, when Jerry, Jim Morrison asked, sent a note to Jerry Garcia saying, "I want to meet you after the show. Um, I really want to meet you. I'm really impressed sure. by you and all stuff." And and Jerry wrote back, "I decline meeting you because I'm not impressed by you or your talent. But don't take it bad because I'm less impressed by my own." Oh right right. So I thought that that was a oh. insightful kind of exchange uh it's heavy and just you know touring with some people that made it like jay giles and stuff like that who showed me all different sides of himself and was very humble in a way where he'd be like oh you know those guys seth justman and peter they're the ones that came up with some of the great ideas for the band and they told me what to play but then on another day you might catch him and he'd feel like it was because of him they made it and so i'm sure that uh, someone told me that about uh, the way that the Almond Brothers and the Grateful Dead looked at one another. Yeah, on yeah. On certain yeah. days, they compliment each other. And the other days, they'd be like, "Those guys are no good." You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So it depends on the given day, I suppose. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a tough one. Yeah, we'll never figure it out. No, I'll but but it.
1: but it is, it is an abyss of information that you know all the people you and I played with together, apart. uh, how our friendship is still there despite all kinds of ups and downs we sure. both experienced, and uh, still finding ourselves and still alive and making music, which a lot of people tell me that the casualties of this business is in the lifespan of people that really commit themselves to, to being a musician yeah. is really not as long as people think. Yeah, right, right. And uh, I was reading on Facebook yesterday that a lot of musicians were quitting the road because they said they just they couldn't hack it. Yeah, yeah. After they spent 30 years getting the record out, yeah, getting sure. the age of the agent that booked them nationally within six months of doing shows I'm like this is killing me. I'm going home. And I thought it was just ironic to me that to, to say, so the things you aspire to be careful what you want, because if you get right, it, right, right, right. you better be <laughs> prepared for it. Oh, boy. That's why, you know, we're lucky. We can still work and see. You can see your wife. I can see my wife and kids.
0: Yeah, kind of. That's the kind of the way I feel. Yeah. Like, I guess it's just balance, keeping it all balanced and um, not too disappointed with any particular thing. Um, I,
2: mean,
0: I don't know if this is relevant, but I thought this was funny. So when I was young... And trying to figure it out, listening to records, listening to music, and I think my sister probably had this record, but running on empty. That was, yeah, a, you know, great album. And, yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh man, I, you know, Russ Kunkel, I loved his playing. I was like, I want to be one of these cats, you know. And I would look at the record, and oh man, running on empty. And it's like the saddest album in the world. Yeah. I want to go home, uh, oh, it's, it's waiting dark. at the loading dock. And yeah. The, yeah. It's just like it's the saddest road record of all time. And I remember being very confused because I was like, well, this is the life for me. Like, this is the life that I feel like I'm heading towards. But they they look so sad. Like, they don't want to do this. Mm. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I hope that doesn't happen to me. But I hope that happens to me. But I hope it doesn't happen. I'm just not sure. And um, anyway, just through weird circumstances, years later, I played with Danny Cooch. I played with yeah, the Cooch, dude right? that yeah. was on the yeah. record. and. You know, we played for I don't know, sure. like, close to 10 years, I think. And he was really cool. He was a really nice guy. And after a certain point, I asked him about that. I was like, was it Was it really that bad? You know, because like, you know, I told him the whole story. And he goes, what? And I go, well, you know, every song is about I wanted to go home. And you had to record the song on the bus and the song in the hotel. And it is like the saddest thing in the world. And I told him the whole story. I go, I would be so confused because I wanted I felt like that was supposed to be my life, but it looked like the whole record was saying, don't do this. And he goes, are you kidding me? That was the best times of my life. That, yeah. that tour was, four, was a month, and then I was home. He goes, that was the best time ever.
1: And I'm like, oh. So the message of the song didn't reflect <laughs> right, the message. That's of what the, I mean. It was yeah. saying,
0: like, kids, stay away. Stay Right, away. right. And so, um, anyway, in some weird kind of way, um, I realized at a certain point, I, I played with him. We were at Bridge Street, and, yeah, and I was playing with him and Eddie, yeah, and Tim McDonald, and I'm playing with him, which was cool because I was like, all right, you know, I'm kind of I'm in I, I'm is I'm this thing that I thought I was, and yeah. I'm getting the right, and I'm playing the gig, and I go, so here I am playing with this dude, and my mom and my wife are here, yeah. and I get to play with him, and then go home tonight. Right, I'm like, I kind of won just yeah. for today. Yeah, I'm like okay. The playing thing, yeah, I got there, sure, but i didn't have to uh you didn't have to kill yourself to do that, yeah, in that moment, you know, I was just like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, this kind of works, but uh but yeah, it was just funny because I mean, I would always hear that record and go, Oh man, I hope that doesn't happen to me, but it but I hope it happens to me because that's what you hope for, yeah, that's confusing,
1: well, and then here the the irony of you really getting taken back by the album than playing with someone that was part of your bizarre j- yeah. dreams when you're a kid. Yeah,
2: you might you've had that. Experience. Yeah,
1: definitely been the 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 it brings to mind when the commitments guitar player Kenny had a heart attack mm-hmm. and he couldn't do like fifty shows, they called me to go do like fifty nights in like fifty states with them. Oh boy. And I didn't know if I could do it physically. Sure. But I did. And then I realized after like the third night, they were all from Dublin. They were getting big money every night, and they were drinking like they were the Rolling Stones. Oh, man. And everybody's sleeping on the bus, and they're all chain-smoking cigarettes all night long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, every time you took a breath to sleep, it was like bringing in like two packs of You're breathing in Dublin, all of Dublin. (laughs) (laughs) And I said to myself, like after a week, I go, some nights I said, or some mornings I said to myself, there's no way I can play tonight. I'm just shocked. Really? And I didn't drink or anything. And I said to the manager always uh, to Dick, I go, yeah, yeah. listen, Dick, I got to get a room and I got to sleep yeah. eight hours or I'm not going to have smoke free. Yeah, yeah air. I got to lie down or I'm not going to be able to make, I'm a little older than you guys. I already been through the booze and the drugs. Sure, sure. And I said, you guys are all young and from Dublin and, and all happy. Right. And, right. I said, I I got to He says, Jeff, you, anytime you need a room just let me know nobody cares i'll buy you a room you get your sleep you Yeah, come. that's cool so so it, if that didn't happen yeah right. i think i would have died yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and and they would have been fine yeah, yeah okay you, we'll get they, another guy in five him. minutes no, be, get he out. was really good <laughs> who's next <Right.
1: laughs> you know but well, that's to be young like the I second say, I think the about it too the I second go. show with them was like um the Don Imus show. Oh wow! We were on Don yeah. I- playing live, yeah, yeah. and everybody and it was at the John Oldham uh, uh, Theater in Boston because it was St. Patty's Day, oh, and we oh. drove from BB King's oh, in New York man. straight there oh. after the gig, god. and everybody was lying in the shower, uh, sleeping in the shower of the theater <laughs> with their dress clothes on just to sleep for an hour before the shooting. Oh my god! So the manager says to Don Imus. Um, band was played bb kings last night they're a little tired He goes, i don't care if they're they better kick ass on my show i don't i don't want to hear excuses they're on the time so don was taken back the the guy was making excuses for maybe the band not be looking exactly chipper on st pat then we went to another gig at the black rose right from there and went on at noon and then went to another place that night was like I am telling you I don't know how I got through that. They didn't tell me till after the tour that the dress code was black and white. I wore the same purple almost like looked like a, a purple blue canary Miami suit yeah, yeah. for like fifty days straight and didn't wash it Oof. and because I just didn't have time yeah, yeah yeah and I'd be playing these gigs and I go is what is that, that? is that me yeah, yeah that yeah. can't be me. <laughs> You created new smells. So You're
0: like, I know all my smells. Yeah, this was like my, a it's this a was one. a fermented,
1: like a oh weeks of fermentation. Oh. That's what I knew. I go, man, this is rough. I go, when this is over, I'm probably going to sleep really well. Yikes! And uh, yeah, but I, just like the example you said, I was like, this is all fun. And we're like in these casinos and like way up in Canada and there's yeah, just yeah. three feet of snow and they had in the you couldn't uh only certain musicians could go out after and talk right they, they didn't want everybody they had all these rules sure, sure so I was starting to get a little crazy because I'm like I just want to talk to somebody besides yeah right right our D. our, our, yeah. our yeah. not that I, didn't, I can't even understand it's what not like saying I didn't dislike anyone. anybody yeah. I right, just right. needed a break from just talking yeah. to the same 12 people oh yeah yeah. and uh it was like forbidden. I was like oh man this is getting weird so, I would ride next to the bus driver a lot up yeah, in the yeah, front sure. just to to, to to talk to somebody different. But, uh, now it was a good experience. But, yeah. But cool. uh, definitely, a lot of people thought yeah, yeah. that the commitments had wrote, written all those soul songs. Sure, sure. Uh, like Soul Man and Mustang. Yeah, 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 they yeah. came out with that record that Steve Cropper yeah. uh, produced. Yeah, yeah. And they had all this airplay and everything. So, they re upped it? Yeah, they re upped it. Yeah. And so.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I used to. um. I do, I do miss, I'm not on the road like I used to be. Last time I was kind of really on the road like that was with you. And I do, mi- I re- relate to a degree. I, I kind of miss, I had, these, I had these little secret lives that no one knew about in Woonsocket. Yeah. I would walk across the bridge and there was, you know, a coffee place over there sure. in Dante's Inferno. Back behind the parking lot, you went up a hill and there there was a basketball court. Okay, yep. Okay. I had all these you secrets. Had these,
1: I know what you mean, because you were just gathering I, your head. And
0: uh I had yeah, I had secret there was a in New Jersey.
1: The Stanhope The Stanhope. There yeah. was a bookstore I used
0: to hit. There, okay. I had
1: all these secret little you know Yeah, because like, we would do sound check and then we'd all divide and Yeah, and I'd just be like, to I'm to like go yeah. the, hit the,
0: hit the joint. Yeah. Just because I, I kind of miss that sometimes. But those were the
1: those were fun times, yeah. but it, there was always pressure on us to succeed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it's all a big blur now. It's sometimes I some you remember some of the specifics, yeah. Um, like the time at McDonald's or the the Winnebago oh, that Eddie and Lorenzo Oh yeah, would yeah, Bring and we'd sure. have their Winnebago yep. and yeah, uh, Just just those fun times. But I wouldn't trade it. I'd do it again. I guess. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean yeah. It, it was. Uh, yeah. Like you said, we had the best of both worlds, you know, in we, a way. We still had our fun. We still could see the people that we needed to see to right. stay sane.
0: Right, right. Yeah. You're not away from away, away.
1: And if you're gonna do it, even if you have a brand new bus, yeah, yeah. It's still not easy.
0: Yeah, that's
2: what they say.
1: I mean, uh
0: Yeah. I it seems to me like you got to make a hard run when you're young and you're not attached and you kind of get your thing up and running
1: and then you can deal with it. Where For us, I'm just like...
0: If um, someone offered
1: you a big... Say the Stones offered you that and Steve Jordan said, I can't do it, I'm too old. And you're like, I'll go do it. I'm it's not the Stones. young either.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. But <laughs> right. but by the same token, you know, it's funny. Uh, yeah, in in a fantastical sense. But then I literally think about it, I go... So Paul is going to come home to an empty house. Like she's going to go to work and come home. Yeah, and the house is empty, and I'm not there. Right for months and months. And
1: I know. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to. Yeah, a lot of these guys. Like that's why BB said he was never married in his book because he said you know you can't keep a real relationship when you're right touring like that. It's not fair to the person you're living with. It's not fair to you. And then um, yeah, I wonder how a lot of guys. Pull off, pull it off, because uh, I don't know.
0: Well, you've been married a long time. Yeah, my I mean. wife's a saint, though. She like yeah, yeah, mine too. Except lately.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Lately, uh-oh. she's putting. Hey, on thanks the... for coming. Your... <laughs> I just saved your... Yeah, she knows I'm kidding. Yeah, I know, yeah, of course. Um, I remember one time I was on, uh, like, Pecosy and the Horn Show on like HCN, and they're like, th- these girls would call up and, and say, "Yeah, I went and saw him at Chuck's cellar. In sure. the civic center, and um, they'd go, did he hit on you? Oh, and then, no. And then they'd go, no. And then I'd say to them on the break, what are you trying to do? Get, thr- get me yeah. in trouble with my girlfriend or whatever? Yeah. And they're like, no, we're just trying to make the show interesting. So then I get home, right. and my wife goes, you should have made up all this stuff. I go, oh, really? Cool. Yeah, because if I did, care. I said, if I did, then you'd be like, who was that? Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like... That's so
0: funny. It, it's
1: almost like these people write books. That that guy who won that... Remember there was a guy who won the bestseller book? He was on Oprah. And oh, then, the then fa- they, yeah. Yeah, it he was, was never, all bullshit. He wasn't a drug yeah. addict. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> James Frey. Oh, that's it, James yeah. Frey. Yeah, he got caught. But so many people, I'm sure have told you you should write all the experiences you had okay. down and make a book. And I said, yeah, I would, but I'd probably try to embellish it to make it more interesting too, but I don't know. Yeah. But like, you know, I guess some of this cra- the craziest experience I've had was like when Jay Giles and Phil Lesh were in the dressing room and I knew oh it was going to happen yeah. and they started talking. I never turn on my recorder on my phone, sure. sure. I, I did because <laughs> I, I said, this is, this is going to be get this, interesting. Yeah. And like Jay said something like, so how old are you, Phil? And he's like, I'm 74. How old are you? He's like, oh, I'm 70. Oh really? He goes. Jay goes. You must have not really partied that much. I mean, you look pretty good. And he goes. You obviously know nothing about the Grateful <laughs> Dead. And then Jay goes. We always thought you guys sucked anyway. Oh, re- which? Oh, really? Which your centerfold? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go back. Yeah. And so forth. then, which, which I learned oh, from that experience that the Grateful Dead has dealt with criticism many times before because they're so unique and people either love them or hate them. And that made Phil want to play with us like five nights in a row. Oh, wow. Because... Most musicians are like, oh, I'm so honored to me. I hope we could play Scarlet and Begonia sure, together. Sure, sure, sure. And he was just like, man, I don't care if you sit yeah, in with us to tonight or not. <laughs> so it's almost like reverse psychology, like with a girl. You, yeah, right. you act like you don't care, and then she oh, comes back. Dude. But you say you care. That's exactly
0: what I, that's how my whole marriage went. What, you had
1: to act like you didn't care?
0: I, I'll try to make it quick. That's all right.
2: I, it's,
0: uh, sweeter than wine at the Tiger. Yeah. And... um. Paula was there. She's from Manchester. She was hanging out. Um, and I saw her, you know, she was there a few times in a row, and I kind of talked to her. And, oh, hey, you know, so what's, what brings you around? She's like, well, I have a crush on someone in the band. I thought she liked one of the girls. Oh, geez. I just did because it yeah. was not that kind not of Not me. That was with, her indirect I, vein. I like you. I, no I mean, idea. Yeah. And so I smoked her out because I just said, oh, I figured, you yeah. know, Whatever, and I ignored her. And then after a while, it's probably, she'll listen to this and go, it's not even, (laughs) but something like that. And then she's finally just like, are you going to ask me out? And I'm like, what? She's like, I told you I had a crush on someone. I said, I thought it was one of the girls. She's (sighs) like, no, you. And I'm like, oh. But I was playing hard to get without knowing it, which kind of worked out because if I thought she was available, I would have blown it like all the other ones. I would have laid my rap on her. But I just figured she's out of the picture so i was just normal. and how long
1: you've been with her now um that
0: 20? was 1994 so how long ago yeah, that's 20 to almost 20 we years. broke up for a while i think she would probably say 96 almost 30 years 96 was when we
1: kind of locked it in
0: wow yeah so. i remember your wedding yeah yeah
1: it's a lot of people there
0: yeah yeah that was fun that
1: was fun it was by doesn't it
0: yeah it's crazy that was 15 years ago 15 wow. 16
2: but
1: yeah you know well that's it's a good thing. It lasted this long and you've made it through the hard times.
0: It, well stay stay tuned, but uh
1: <laughs> no but well, that's the
0: thing too. You talk about dreams i I start to realize I'm like, well I, and you you must know this because you guys are still doing it, yeah, marriage. it's like that's not easy either. Oh. and I realize you know but I think, oh, that's easy, you know, so my dream is is music, and I go. No, your dream was your mer- your relationship because that's what you devoted your energy to. Re- in reality, I'm like that's, I that was a dream of mine. I thought, oh, I want the one girl and it'll be awesome, right? And I'm like, oh, well, that's the actual dream that you made come true. The music thing was kinda, mm. but I'm like, yeah, but you know, me and Paula, I'm sure you and Betsy been here many times. Sometimes we joke about something. We go, this is where people would break up. Like at this point, you'd be like, I'm out. But we still keep it together. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, you're fighting for this thing. Mm. This is your dream. Mm. So,
1: that's like Saguru says. A relationship is an ongoing thing. You're not, like, happy today. Oh, yeah, no. You think that's going to – it's it's how you treat each other today, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, for anybody to tolerate us is the same no, because, I, you know, I don't know how I'm she, not easy to live with. I don't know how she does, how I Paula either. does I, it. I have a hard time living with me.
0: No, I mean, I don't know how Betsy does it. No, I'm I kidding. mean, <laughs> I don't know how.
1: <laughs> I no, know. it's true. Well, I, you know. If anyone can relate, we know how each other lives from being on the road together. Could you imagine a woman having to put up with that? I mean, but she does sometimes say, what are you doing at 6 o'clock in the morning while I'm sleeping? That's her way of saying, how could you sleep when there's all this that needs to be done? I'm like, oh, I got in it. Like one, that particular day, they're just not feeling it like that compassion, like, oh, maybe he has a different schedule than me. But that's just part of living with somebody. I mean... I guess I can't complain. I no, can't, I can't. I mean, I, I'm,
0: you know, I'm. You know, I feel like given the choice, I would have chosen this. Because you think that the marriage is going to take care of it, like you say, like yeah, it's so going to just
1: take care of itself. But it's an ongoing process. Well, I
0: just thought of that. I said, well, I, you know, Paul is my friend. I don't want her coming home. Right. Although half the time, I'm sure she would love to come home to an empty house. Yeah, if it was, <laughs> if it, that's
1: why you'd be selective of like a one month run or a three week run. Ideally. Or an eight week run. Ideally. And, and a lot of musicians are, are, are able to, yeah, to, to, uh, to, to create their schedule so they can, and that's what I try to do. I try to, you know, make it for a period of time where yeah, it's yeah. not going to be too long, where I don't, where yeah, I yeah. get frustrated or whatever. Sure. But sure. I like the way the dead book their shows, like my climate because they were so famous they're just like it has to be 72 everywhere we go (laughs) (laughs) so so, so it's like you know
0: so they consult uh, you know they have so they
1: can wear their short sleeve shirts and their shorts wherever they went and they wore that on stage yeah yeah but wow uh, yeah imagine that imagine having the thing where it's like tell your agent it's got to be 74 or i'm not showing up yeah right right wow and wow. then it was like so many stories of That's you and crazy. i who know guys who work behind the scenes and sound people who work with all kinds of stars and hear all these stories and uh this kid brian who you know is sound man from like uh newport he was working for van morrison and he's like it's like 30 degrees out." And his bands like who the hell booked me here it's 30 degrees out this is ridiculous <laughs> right. in other words he didn't want to play somewhere where it was that cold but he is actually that famous where he could say that yeah right right but uh huh i mean like you said we both we Crazy. both have a lot of uh the same experiences with a lot of the same people too i mean Kinda, it's, it's yeah. uh it's yeah, what was a it, buzzy buzzy remember your that that other alter you had oh, a couple alterego oh alteringos. buzzy neon way back yeah then. yeah that was a long time ago that was a long time ago yeah whatever happened to him is he put uh, away? buzzy
0: neon is a karaoke host now
1: Oh, and it's then there was like, Satan. What happened uh, to him? Cool. How are you? Are you still well, talking to Matt? No. The, oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Matt called me last night. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Matt. Me and Matt are still. You know. Buddies. Yeah, oh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh. The lucky dog. That plays up there in Worcester is a pile of rubble. Unfortunately. Oh, it is, yeah, yeah. It just happened a couple weeks ago. It's sad. Was that Sir Morgan's before? It that? was Sir yeah, Morgan's. Okay. We used to play that way. You know what's funny is I. It took me year. All right. So place in Worcester. Uh, so what happened was they're like, they often do like they did in Hartford, they built a stadium and they raised that whole neighborhood for parking or something. I just bought everybody out. Right. And And it's sad because I mean, he, Eric, the guy who owned it when we played there, hadn't owned it in, you know, five, six years or something like that. The last owners, you know, the landlord sold it to the town or whatever to make the parking lot. So they knew it was going to be get torn down, but then the day when you drive by and it's just a pile of rubble, you're like, "Well, there, 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 there it goes." America. But the Stones played there, yeah. And you know it's funny. So the Stones played at this small club, and I mean small, like yeah. smaller than Toads, right? Like small, but right. rock and roll like CBGB's, yeah. Like rock and roll. It had, it had a vibe, yeah, and it had a pole in the, yeah, not in the middle of the stage, but off to the side. And I remember when I was a kid, so the Stones played there in like, you know, 80 or 81 or something like that. And it was famous in Worcester for years, the Stones played there. And I went, ba- and I used to have Cream Magazine, and it would be these pictures of the Stones in a small club, but they're, you know, steel wheels, Stones. Right. And I never put two and two together, ever, 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 until, you know, I finally you know, would hear, oh, the Stones played here. And then I was clean. probably when I was moving, looking through the old cream magazine, I look at the same picture that I've seen since I was, you know, 14. I go, that's the lucky dog. And I'm like, now it makes sense. There's the door. All right. And I'm like, All these pictures that I've seen. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, that's the lucky dog. Now I get it. That's, that's Sir Morgan's Cove. So, anyway. Were you as
1: upset as I was when Charlie died? Yeah. Yeah. That broke my heart. That, that's sad.
0: That, that's freaking sad. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's unbelievable.
1: I always thought that he was really the unsung hero of the band.
0: I have a fun. I actually, yeah, I I agree. And I have a funny story about um, me and you. So when, so I'm not a Stones person. Yeah. I like the Stones, but it's not my thing. Right. And when I started playing with you, I'm always like, all right, let me figure this out. You know, I try to play a certain way, and I go, "It's kind of working. It's not quite working. I don't understand wh- why this isn't working." And then I would, you would talk about the Stones, like that was your thing. Mm. And I, you know, well, let me, let me try, let me try the thing.
2: Yeah,
1: to pick up the. Hit.
0: And as soon as I started playing like Charlie, our groove went. I was like, it "Oh, locked. that's it," because yeah. you're you were playing Stones, and I was playing Beatles. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, okay," so thanks to you, I added stones to my bag. Because yeah. I was like, you know, because it's just trying to find how to play together. Like, how does it work? And I go, and you would play to me too, to a degree, but I, sure. there were certain feels where I just thought, okay, I got to get, there's something I don't know. Let me figure it out. And that was a Charlie thing. And that's when I really started to appreciate Charlie more. I was like, oh, that's cool. Because there's some things only that will, yeah, that it'll, you know, like I go through my, let me bunny carlos ringo let me try this let me try that and then when you you know and charlie's another one you go well let me try that and sometimes it works yeah that's the thing
1: you don't know why sometimes things lock yep but certainly you and i played so many different styles of music yeah we would kind of look at each other like that's happening or that's not happening yeah 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 but uh one thing i I learned from playing with so many different drummers is everybody has their different perception of time sure and uh it's just crazy how some guys are so behind the beat, yeah, yeah, that they're making everybody in the band like almost fall off the cliff, going sure. And hurting muscles in their body trying sure, to sure. get, and yeah. then the other guys on top of it, and uh, yeah, and you're trying to, yeah, slow and, and, down. and you're just trying to find a happy medium, but uh, yep. yeah, and all the music, like Eddie, like here's Eddie Corvo, just to bring up our mutual sure, friend. Sure. Here's a guy, probably one of the best bass players yep. around, yep, and he's definitely. Done it all on his terms, sure, so he could raise his family and have his marriage sure. and 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 work a day job and then take mm-hmm. the gigs he wants to take and everything. Sure. so I respect Eddie for that. Is he crazy? Yes, sure <laughs> remember a- we, am I, are we all? yeah, yes. we're all crazy. remember we were in Maine, and he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. He oh, ordered right. like a bloody mary at yeah. the restaurant and oh. it stopped the whole place. Or let,
0: left his left his drink out overnight oh. on top of the, his base cabinet <laughs> Yeah, because we were had to. We leave left our gear set up cause right where stuck. I left it, yeah. sitting there
1: just it. Spring break, from, Eddie. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Eddie. that's right. We all went up to Maine and did shows, and God, Maine is crazy. That these places up there, the people yeah. party up there. Yep. No,
0: I remember. I don't want to run out of time. Yeah. Um you oh man there's so much we didn't talk about i know uh so i so who were some of your like musical heroes like who turned you on like just okay guitar wise you're like this is where i'm gonna go
1: yeah that's a hard thing i think as we get older it gets wider and wider but sure sure i still think freddie king albert king and bb are for the three of people to learn from sure then like Stevie and Hendrix, sure. of course. And then uh I like Johnny Guitar Watson. I think yeah. that he uh didn't use a pick and he, mm-hmm. he was he invented funk and yeah, yeah. went from being a blues guy. So I listened to a lot of that. But I listen like you. I listen to everything. Sure. Uh I listen to a lot of Bob Dylan and it makes me real sad, especially when yeah, he yeah. plays by himself. Yeah, yeah. And um even I listened to some dad sure and uh yeah, so I'm still I'm still practicing. Like I said, I I have a a, a rehearsal studio that I go to every day. I practice and I write. Cool. And some people have been hiring me to write songs. Oh, that's cool. And uh I wrote this song called Alcohol. It's a country tune. And uh we made a video of it and uh you can check it out on YouTube, but it's about people drinking till they fall down. Oh, nice. Uh, it's called Alcohol. Sure. And yeah. uh so that's uh <laughs> <laughs> and that's been surprisingly successful. Sure. They got Dave to last. Yeah. Uh, it is either. funny, Dave. If you see the video, uh, I didn't see it. there's some actors in there that that were oh, hired no. professional actors that like fall down ath- authentically. Oh wow. But they uh, ironically shot the video fall. at the brewery we're playing at May 14th in Granby, the Mapleview Brewery, and then those actors left, and then by the end of the show, they didn't need any actors right, because right. Everybody people fall. were falling down drunk. Oh. So not to uh, condone drunk driving sure. or, or any sure. of that, but uh, that, that's just another crazy story. But uh, Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. Um,
0: Desert Island albums.
1: Desert Island, okay. Just a
0: few, you know, like that you would take with oh, you. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. Uh, Oh, wow, that's, a, that's great.
0: I know, I know, no one can. Freddie
1: King, Texas Cannonball, B.B. Nice. King, Live at the Regal. Sure. Uh, C- Carol King, Tapestry. <laughs> uh, any Jackson Brown, any sure. Bob Dylan, sure. uh, any uh, Hendrix. Okay. Uh, I like Zep like you like Zep. Sure. I, but it, I've heard it just so sure, much. Sure, sure, I know, it's hard to... I can't see. even hear another Billy Joel song and I'll, I'll die. R- right, um, I know what you mean. I, I, you know, so... Uh, hard to uh, uh Bill Withers Sure. Um uh, who else Stevie Wonder? We both like Stevie Wonder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Brown. Hi. You love I don't want I don't want
0: to throw Jim Chapterlin under the bus.
1: Oh, when he dropped off that girl cuz she didn't <laughs> like, she didn't like the same music as Jim.
0: You met ma- All right, I'll try to make it quick. So Jim, I guess I'm going to it's probably not right, but Swing seventies, you know, whatever. Mr. Cool. Yeah. One night stands. Yeah. You know, and was this dancing with Henry at the Cape? I, who knows? Yeah. Probably. And yeah. and he, he picks up some girl and he's gonna bring her back to his pad. Mr. Smooth slips in the Stevie Wonder eight track driving down the road, and she's like, Oh god, I hate Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I can't stand his voice. He just turns the car around. This is not gonna work. Yeah, out. Just, Like I can't even have a one night stand with someone that, that I mean, he like,
1: could have chap a quiddick. Gone, gone underneath the bridge. Yeah, exactly. And then left her in the oh, in the
0: car. Oh <laughs> but can you imagine, like, you're like, you're not even worthy for me to hate myself in the morning. Like, if, if you he, don't like Stevie Wonder, I don't even want to have a one-night stand. Yeah, Just like, I mean, this isn't going to work. This
1: is guy stuff 101. Yeah. <laughs> he should have he persuaded her. Why it was great? Uh, yeah, well, it, maybe. Yeah, but that's be my perspective. I think,
0: like, knowing Jim, he probably uh, I'm embellished, but he probably just like the night's still young. Yes, yeah, there's there is, another one. Yeah,
1: who's just, gonna like the kind of music I like? Reset. I'll just yeah. go back to the
0: club. There's. Be... I,
1: I guess because musicians are so passionate about what they like. Oh man! And if a girl says something that oh. about a band that you really are affectionate for, you're sure. just like, I can never like you in a million yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You it don't. was almost like when my wife asked me to take courtesy billy joel sure i said to her that's grounds for divorce oh really she's like what do you mean i go i just can't go
2: oh wow yeah
1: i just can't and i'm sorry to say this yeah yeah yeah, on your show yeah whatever but i'm very opinionated about music and there's certain songs i like that he does sure but but i just can't go I have troubles with, with being around crowds and all that stuff. I mean, I go see Santana. Sure. I go see Bob Dylan. If someone sure. comes around, I'll put up with all that Sure, sure. Idiosyncrasies but you're not going to have. deal with it. Yeah, I'm not going to deal with all that nonsense. Yeah,
0: especially, no offense, but Billy Joel, everyone's going to be a loud mouth. Oh, they're all going to sing along with
1: it. it. <laughs> I remember when, I I always cite you when it's like, Hey, Captain Jack will get you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you do your imitation <laughs> yeah, 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 of the, oh, I think yeah. you're, partially responsible for me not liking Billy oh, Joe anymore yeah. because you pointed out to me
0: Really? I don't remember this.
1: But you pointed out to me why certain songs were bad. Oh really? But 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 it's not that I wow. dislike his music. Sure, I sure. just I just don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah, no, I is, hear you. Is that is that bad to no, say? I don't I, know. hey man. We I, might I, as well be honest. It's a podcast. Right, right.
0: No, I like I, I've grown I shouldn't say grown out of, but yeah, Billy Joel. You know, I there like was Don't ton- Go Change, and I sure, like that sure, song.
1: Sure. And there's certain songs I like. Sure. Uh, Uptown Girl, no. Right, right. Uh, I could name a bunch of them that I just. Don't.
0: One, two, a one, two, three, four. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. what we should I'm, do. I'm annoyed. The podcast should just be like, name that sarcastic uh, tune.
0: Uh. Well, he's like, by the time he's count the song off, I'm already like click. Yeah. I'm already yeah. annoyed. It's a already. shtick it's god, god it, bless us all
1: i mean okay. this is america we can actually agree to not like somebody sure hey, My, I, I arranged the video when he did it on the, the 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 railroad bridge down for river of dreams oh yeah yeah
0: oh I, oh wow cool okay.
3: i cool. arranged that so he could
0: come out there and so that's your studio. fault so and dave is saying <laughs> that he he helped with the location uh to so have billy joel come down have there billy joel yeah, that they, was in middletown they're, they're really i'll never speak to you thing. again wow the, the music
1: video was i'll never and speak And danny to Coo-
0: danny cooch him. produced that song he did he did, he did.
2: wow reverse.
1: wow
0: they're all on the list you sorry the danny list. yeah sorry yeah you all made the list. i love all your work danny yeah,
1: especially sure. uh it must be somebody she must be somebody's oh, baby yeah. yeah yeah but uh yeah, that's cool that you work with the cooch. Cause uh, I remember Kim Wilson saying to me, "I'm using coach to produce my next record." Oh, right, yeah. And uh, I know yeah. he worked with the T-Birds, and he yeah, produced yeah. a lot of yeah, big, we did, big we, stuff. Yeah, we
0: did. We did something.
1: Some of his T-Bird stuff. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, he it, it's
0: whatever like but. he
1: does a show of everybody he worked yeah with. yeah so yeah. It's, like, it's like it's weird it's, it's like, like a compilation like, well, he
0: says this about his, they got the uh, immediate family all the, the oh the yeah stuff. i saw it's like it's yeah. like a cover band but we wrote all these songs. yeah yeah so you're just like the only time i would ever be in a band that plays uh all she wants to do is dance. Yeah. Because the dude wrote it. Yeah. Which is like, oh, okay. Well, well I saw the video that of that,
1: and they said, this is the only band that everybody's been in James Taylor's band, right. fired twice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right. the immediate family. Those are yeah. all like the heavy, heavy guns. Yeah. 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 Korchmeyer and uh, uh, Lee Waddy Wacho and yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lee Scar. Yeah. Yeah. Russ Kunkel. Those guys are all like like on everybody's album. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Crazy.
0: Uh desert island food pizza sure
1: pizza sure mangoes
0: oh nice okay
1: uh
0: ever mango on a pizza that's not done nah no where, one does
1: that. we invent that no, no one uh does. how about you what would you have
0: oh man i don't know mexican you know yeah. anything i yeah. like mexican food too.
1: Taco, yeah. taco tuesday oh it is yeah <laughs> is it oh
0: it's tuesday yeah whatever yeah far out um Oh, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. So I'm setting myself up for an anthropological adventure. My nephews, who are you know, they're they're a little crispy on the edges. Uh, Unk, you got to come. We're gonna take you to see fish. I was like, okay, yeah. I'll. You will. I'm like, I'm not gonna do drugs, but yeah, I'll go. He he, he said he'll do it. He's gonna. Th- they want me to experience it because they keep telling me how great it is, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I I've I've Whatever, it's a whole other conversation.
1: Well, I've had a lot of the conversations, I but, but about I just that said, you know what?
0: Myself. I'll go to just check to check the whole thing out, just to be like, all right, I'll I'll believe it when I see it, and I'll check it out. But they're all excited. Oh, Unk's gonna go.
1: Oh, right, this go. hasn't happened yet. No, no. See, I watched a lot of videos because a lot of friends I have like them and everything. I just and, don't. and technically, they're all great musicians. I think. Sure. But uh, I always felt, and I shouldn't say this, but sure, sure. I always felt they should hire a lead singer.
0: Yeah, I don't know, oh, whatever. I, yeah, I just couldn't
1: because it's sort of like almost. Dave Matthews Band. They all have like they're wicked great players. Sure, sure. But it's like nobody cares that the vocals are okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 the audience doesn't care that the vocals are okay.
2: Cause, yeah, because the audience are hearing their it's own. It's not vocals.
1: about the vocals. It's, it's the it's it's the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going for the scene. Like the dead. I always thought that the dead never paid attention to the keys they were singing the songs in. If it was way out of their range, that didn't stop them from singing the yeah, song. Right. <laughs> Your voice voice could crack. The voice could be like going like Yeah, they the, don't care. They don't yeah, care. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it was sincere. Huh. Sincerely off. And and my music teacher, John Sales, uh what was her name? Fisher. Janice Fisher. Oh, a girl I grew up with brought the dead album to our like 8th grade music class oh boy and he critiqued the daylights out of them like the harmonies are completely off the guitars <laughs> are out of tune this is disgusting and he was so sure. accomplished as a musician that sure. yes had made him an offer the band yes to actually be in the band wow and he chose to just teach music and he said no and he was throwing he said the no dead on yes. yes he said no to yes that's the whole thing yeah wow. That's the whole thing about him was he said no to yes. What if we could get him up here? Like I think we can. Cat. I think he lives in North Carolina right oh, now. boy. I but he does know. come back to Connecticut. But he wow. he won a lot of national awards wow. for not only my class having 30 kids all become musicians. Yeah, yeah. A lot of generations of musicians had him as a teacher sure. in Wethersfield, and went on to make a living playing music. Hey, that's cool because of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was very humble about that, you know. And yeah, yeah. He'd actually take school money and go to Troutnosel and pay to have like sure. us record and to learn the recording process. And that's great. He 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 like. Make you become friends with with studio people, yeah, and, yeah, and you yeah. know, he made those relationships happen. And, I, and it's all coming to me now. How, yeah, yeah, you know, my father was mad at him because I quit sports because of him, right? Yeah, you know, I was playing soccer, and then I was in that band. I'm like, oh, I can't play soccer anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. everybody quit sports in our junior high yeah, school yeah, yeah. to be in the Maybe rock band. That was band. his whole point. That was, was just like a, he just was like, there so goes the sports point. program.
2: <laughs> yeah, I had a great.
0: We had a dude. I grew up in Wallingford. Mr. Rosamundo, he was like that. Yeah. He was just, you wanted to be with him. He's cool. He had long right, hair. Right, he was into right. It. That's what he was in. You hippie, were like, yeah. that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. And then Vic was that guy for me. I was yes. taking drum lessons, and he would take me to all his students. He would call up my parents and go, I'm going to take John on Saturday. Uh, I have a recording session. He should be there. I want to show him how everything works. And he would just take me for a day, and I would just kind of check it out. So he was cool. He just yeah. kind of was like, let me get you
1: involved, you know, yeah, he he's he's the bad inf- he's the good and bad influence. The good and bad. Yeah. Yeah, like there was a band called uh
0: Jeez, <clears throat> what's their name? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we're going to run out of time. Sorry. So it's okay.
1: we Vic it's called uh
0: When was this?
1: when I was in 7th grade, I roadied for a band who did a lot of CCR. Oh, they boy. were like full-blown hippies. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mitch P- Pernardi was the drummer uh Steve Margolis was the singer and they picked me up in this old van Yeah, sure and I would just roadie for them cuz I wanted to be a musician and they were looking for roadies at the junior high and they were really really good with the Steamroller Steamroller everybody and uh th- they had <laughs> gigs in all kinds of places Wow and if my parents saw what I was doing with them they would be like what the heck Yeah right right You know but Man, Mitch is starting to play again. He was a drummer and he sang. Oh wow. And he could he could drum and he could sing with a lot of soul. They used to do like, you know, uh, Young Blood, Young Blood sure, sure. and he to. could sing that and then he could play it. And I was just like, Wow man, these guys are just like Yeah. yeah and they yeah. all wore like black vests. Leather vests with nothing else. Sure. jeans. Sure. And and they, yeah. all, they all were in shape, and they had yeah. long, long hair, yeah, and they were like, real hippies. Yeah. And uh, they played all these gigs, and I was like, I want to be just like them. Man, yeah, yeah. Know? Did
0: you ever <laughs> do you feel like you were in your own way?
1: Oh, or absolutely. No? I, I felt like, you
0: know. As cool as.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. You know, as far as that can ever go, Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah sure, that's sure. a good way to look at it. Yeah, I mean. I think that they have a had a profound influence. Dave Rommel was the guitar player. Okay. And uh, he was in the Daily Planet. That was the first like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. real money-making gig I got. And sure. Dave lives in Portland. And he retired from there. And he trained me and showed me all the songs. And he still carried on and booked the band. That's when I really realized that he was like, way before his time he was still kind of a kid but even leaving that band he wanted them to still be successful and he left and then still booked it and still marketed Uh, it and still was friends with everybody but just wasn't committed to it anymore right and uh he brought me in and then we did a lot of weddings and i just learned a lot from him from him and the rest of the guys and they had a girl singer and we did a lot of weddings and everything but but he, before the Daily Planet, he was a rocker. I mean, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. a real rocker. And he could sure. play, he could sing, he could write. He could, sure, he'd he
0: never owned a shirt, only vest. He only, only he, a
1: vest. he definitely had long <laughs> grit, black beard and long, long hair. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just a black vest. It was just like, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you <laughs> just could picture it. You That's know, so back funny. then in the 70s, that was in the 70s. That was like kind of normal. Sure, you know? sure. It's like, now if you do, it's like, who's this Who's this killer? Yeah, doesn't he own a shirt? <laughs> yeah, yeah what's up with this
3: dude? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I hear you. Right. Well, this is well, fun, man. Thanks oh, for yeah. having me. of
1: course. Thanks for having me. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why yeah. not? Yeah.
0: I I like I say I I don't the the window's open. And this is just for, you know, posterity's sake. Sure. I don't I don't know how many people even listen, I don't, I care, but I just, you know, I figured we'll get everybody's story and you're part of the Connecticut scene for and sure. You, as so. well as
1: you and well, we go back a long way. Thanks yeah. for having me, buddy. Yeah, of course. So don't, good to see you.
0: Well, we'll, co- we'll come back Absolutely. because we've also been around the horn. We've been a year. So yeah, I just tell people if, cause I get people, oh man, I forgot to just book it again. Yeah, And we, we yep. do repeats now. Sure. I think we're, sure. We've gone around the planet once. Whatever, whatever revol- what revolves around what we <laughs> went around. the, the song, I don't know. I was never good at that. All right, All right we're going to get going. All right. Jeff Pitchell was here. He was here. Thanks, John Peck. Yeah, man, of course. Of course, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jeff Pitchell was our guest today. John Peckley Podcast, the Naked Valley School of Music and Dance, beautiful downtown Portland. Come through, over the bridge, under the behind the lights, over the... Sorry, it's been a long couple of weeks. I'm fine, by the way, everybody had COVID. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everyone's okay. Uh, Listen, Dave will tell you how to have your very own podcast here in our beautiful studio. And we'll see you later. That is all.